All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the legends are true We're overwhelming power the sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Gather around, Hoopball Chicago Bulls listeners. We've got a little story to tell. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for betting tips. I always get asked, who do you have, Lakers or Clippers, Rodgers or Mahomes? And I'll tell you what I tell them. Ask me about different teams. I don't follow any of those teams. But what I also tell them is that where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. MyBookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines for every single game possible. A lot of NBA action coming up. We've got Major League Baseball spring training just around the corner, although honestly, I would not bet on a Major League spring training game. You know me, and you know that I don't give my stamp of approval easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do, and MyBookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. Head over to MyBookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie. The following is a HoopBall presentation. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoop Ball Network. We are brought to you by MyBookie and Manscaped. Go check out our awesome sponsors, and we thank them for all of their support of our shows. We are recapping the last two games. Bulls with a 129-116 win over the New Orleans Pelicans earlier in the week, and then they lose 125-106 to the L.A. Clippers on Friday. 
So the Bulls are 10-15 and 15 going into tonight's matchup against the Indiana Pacers. We'll preview that matchup in the second segment, but let's go over their win over New Orleans. The Bulls just absolutely blitzed the Pelicans in the first quarter and then destroyed them in the second quarter, or rather the third quarter, outscoring them 40-14. to 14. The Bulls set an NBA record for combined three-pointers by a starting backcourt. Kobe White and Zach Levine combined for 17 three-point field goals. The Bulls as a team went 25 of 47 from beyond the arc. They were 53% from three-point range and made 25 three-pointers. That's amazing. Kobe White and Zach Levine combined for 76 points in the game. Levine scored 46. He was 17 of 25, 9 of 14 from beyond the arc, Four assists and seven rebounds. Kobe White, 30 points, 10 of 20 from the field, 8 of 17 from beyond the arc. I am convinced that when these two guys are playing well with each other and playing well off the ball from each other, this Bulls backcourt can be lethal. And how about Denzel Valentine? He scores 16 points in another start. In 23 minutes, he was 6 of 11 from the field, 4 of 8 from beyond the arc. Right now, I like this Bulls lineup a lot. Now, it hurts that you don't have Lowry Markkinen. It hurts that you don't have Wendell Carter Jr. And it hurts that you don't have Otto Porter Jr. But I think the thing that we realize about the Bulls is that if they are going to be successful in the future, they are going to be a smaller athletic team. They are not going to be a team that plays back to the basket basketball. I got a little bit tripped up there because I didn't realize how much of an idiom that would be. Back to the basket basketball. Say that five times fast. But you look at who's been successful for the Bulls. It's a lot of slashers. Stretch fours like Thad Young. Garrett Temple is a stretch three. This is not a team that is going to be successful by playing big bruising basketball. We saw the formula against the Pelicans. And if you have somebody like a Patrick Williams playing in the post or somebody with the body type of a Thad Young, that is where you are going to have your greatest success. You can play inside out. You can allow your guards to dictate the pace of the game. And that's exactly what the Bulls did. And while they are playing very shorthanded right now, in the Pelicans game, only five guys played more than 20 minutes. It was four of the five starters along with Garrett Temple. Sorry, I did bad math. That's six. You get the idea. Luke Cornett played four minutes. Ryan Archidiacono played eight minutes. This is a Bulls team that right now, they are not going to be very deep in any game that they play. But you're confident with the roster that they have out there that when their guards are playing good complementary basketball, that they're going to have a chance to win the game. And look, Three starters for New Orleans scored over 20 points in the game. Lonzo Ball had 21, Brandon Ingram had 21, and Zion Williamson had 29. But they were all at least minus 7. Ball was a minus 14. And Steven Adams, who we talked with Lyle Swithenbank, we thought he was going to be a big matchup problem. He was a minus 16. Looking at some of the stats in the game, the Bulls' largest lead was 18. They ended up winning by 13. New Orleans shot 51% from the field, which is good, but the Bulls shot 59%. So you're going to win a lot of games when you shoot almost 60% from the field. We already talked about the three-pointers. New Orleans, 13 threes. Bulls, 25 threes. That ends up being the difference in the ballgame. 12 more three-pointers. That's 36 more points. 
In terms of some other key stats, Bulls had six blocks, just one block for New Orleans, for whatever you think that might be worth, given what we talked about in terms of size. And even though the Bulls were a minus 10 in points in the paint, it didn't really make a difference at all. So I think that when you look at this game, you look at a New Orleans team that had won four in a row, the Bulls were looking to get them on a back-to-back, and they got them on a back-to-back. And I think that when you have performances like that, the expectation is set for how good your guards can be, and that's how good the Bulls' guards were. However, they then had to play the L.A. Clippers, who are one of the best teams in the Western Conference, and they got handled by the Clippers. They played the Clippers close in L.A. back in January. This was not the same case in Chicago. Kawhi Leonard went for 33 points. He was 14 of 21 from the field, and the Bulls were never really in the game. They were only down by four at halftime, but the Clippers were plus eight in the third quarter. And the Bulls never really got any closer than that. The largest lead that the Bulls had in that game was pretty minuscule, and I think that that shows you everything that you need to know about how this game went. It was six, and that was in the first half. Meanwhile, the Clippers, their largest lead was 22. They won by 19, so that goes to show you how that went. Clippers were 58% from the field. Bulls were 47%, so big differential there. Not really a whole lot of other glaring differentials other than points in the paint. Clippers were plus eight in that category, 60 to 52. Clippers were barely in the advantage in regards to fast break points, plus two in that category. And then really the biggest disparity is the turnovers. I mean, the Bulls turned the ball over 13 times, Clippers just nine. And the Clippers had 24 points off turnovers to the Bulls, 12. So that's a big difference to me is that only four turnovers, but the Clippers converted them into at least a differential for three-point baskets. That's huge. And for as good as Zach Levine and Kobe White were in the game against the Pelicans, they were good against the Clippers. Levine had 26 on 11 of 21, 4 of 7 from beyond the arc. White, 17 points on 7 of 14, 3 of 8 from beyond the arc. It's not the same performance, and the Bulls really didn't get a whole lot from the rest of their starters. Patrick Williams in 35 minutes had three points. He was a minus 19. He was not good defensively in this ball game. Daniel Gafford played just eight minutes, even though he started. He had four turnovers. They got him out of there quickly. Thad Young, 14 points in 25 minutes, but he was also a minus nine. Tomas Sadoransky was a minus six, but off the bench he had 17 points on five of eight shooting. He was seven of seven from the line. This was just a game where the Bulls got outplayed. They kept it close in the first half, didn't really feel like they were in it, even though the differential said that they were in it. And then they got their doors blown off of them. And that's what happens when you play a superior team who edged you close earlier in the year. They find a way to adjust, come back, and they beat you down the second time. And that's nothing to really be ashamed of if you're the Bulls. It's just a matter of, finding ways to exploit matchups against better teams, and the Bulls couldn't do that against the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers are one of the top three teams in the Western Conference, and they showed why against Chicago on Friday. So the Bulls will play the Pacers tonight at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Bulls got whooped by the Pacers earlier this year, and Indiana, they're a team that has a little bit of an identity crisis, 
They're 14 and 13 this season. They're 7 and 8 at home. So they're actually better on the road than they are at home. They traded away Victor Oladipo. So the Bulls are not going to see Victor Oladipo. Karis Levert was traded, and then he had the health scare. He's out for a while. They're saying that the trade, because of the physical, may have saved his life. Malcolm Brogdon is playing really well. He's averaging over 20 points a game. DeMontis Sabonis is averaging over 20 points a game. So those are two guys that are critical pieces to what they want to do. Miles Turner is playing better basketball. He's averaging a little under 14 points a game and averaging close to seven rebounds. By the way, DeMontis Sabonis is averaging a double-double. He's averaging 11.5 rebounds per game. So this is a Pacers team that has a little bit more size. And they have a much more dominant front court. I don't think anybody is arguing that. Justin Holiday has been a really good bench piece, although he's had to start after Oladipo got traded. He's averaging a little over 11 points a game. Aaron Holiday is playing decently well off the bench for Indiana. I can't remember which one is the older brother and which one is the younger brother. But two of the three Holiday brothers are on that roster. So I'll be curious to see what the front court matchup ends up looking like and how the Bulls continue to play shorthanded without two of their five starters. And I'm not going to put Otto Porter Jr. in that category. I think he's going to be a bench guy when he does come back from injury. But the Bulls are down three critical rotation guys. And it didn't show against the Pelicans, but it showed against the Clippers. And I think that, and even though this is a really simplistic way of putting it, the Bulls win when they get great guard play. They lose when they don't. And they win when they get complimentary post play from Patrick Williams, Daniel Gafford, Thad Young, Garrett Temple. Even though all of those are not true post players, Temple in particular, but when they get good nights from those guys, it helps the guards play better. You look at the differential in the points. Yes, Zach and Kobe can go get theirs. But if the post players are not supporting them in the right ways, then the guards are going to be left on an island, and then guys can come out and double. They can double off of pick and rolls. They can limit opportunities to drive to the hoop. And then the effectiveness of what Levine and White can do is diminished. I hope that the Bulls play a solid game against the Pacers. My expectations are low, but we shall see how it all turns out after tonight's game. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoopball Network. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the game tonight. And as always, go Bulls! This has been a Hoopball presentation. Valentine's Day is upon us, fellas. Make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Two million men are already using Manscaped products to groom. Make sure you're one of them. Your girl can't think of what to get you this year? Tell her to get the gift that's for you and for her. The best way to get started is with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. The Perfect Package 3.0 is led by their revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which has advanced skin-safe technology and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It's also waterproof, which prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink. 
especially when it's time for Cupid to shoot his arrow. And let's be real, we've smelled the worst down there before. That's why I am thankful for their Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep our boys from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products, hey, they smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package 3.0 will also come with a pair of manscaped boxers that keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Easily the comfiest boxers I've ever had. And complete your grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is a perfect complement to this collection. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, friends, it's HOOPBALL promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push out HoopBall products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all of our 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide booski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league